Hi, this is Apostle Guillermo Maldonado. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I pray that this message empowers you in your walk with God and in your purpose. Enjoy. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I, I just want you to those that are watching at home. Today and those that are here at the church, I'm going to be a topic. I'm going to be talking about the presence of God. And I just want you to lift your hands and say, God, I acknowledge your presence. Don't look at me. Don't look at him. Okay. I acknowledge your presence. So he doesn't come where he's not acknowledged. And like a person, when it comes to your home, how can how could it be if I go to your home and then you say you don't even say apostle can you sit down I would be very offended because you don't even say sit down welcome or somebody that you appreciate and that person comes into your home is so God needs to be acknowledged even when you pray in your personal life so I'm going to be talking today about the presence of God and specifically how to abide in his presence. I want, if you, I believe, and we're going to go to the scriptures, Psalms 27, 4, Psalms 27, 5, and Psalms 31, 20. We're going to go first, Psalm 27, 4. And this is what the Bible says. One thing I have asked the Lord that I will seek, seek and inquire for, insistently required that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Wait a minute. Somebody said, that's the church? Yes. Because in the house of God, the presence of God must be Oh, but God is not in a building. Don't, don't give me another theology. The psalmist says, if the difference between any house, any church, the question is, is the presence of God in that place? So that's why he's saying, I will insistently seek God's presence in the house because in the house of God, the presence of God is. And then he said, in his presence, all the days of my life, not only when I have a problem. And then he said, to behold and to gaze upon the beauty, the sweetness, attractiveness, and delightful loveliness, loveliness of the Lord. And to meditate, consider, and inquire in his temple. This is so powerful. Verse 5. One thing for, is for in the day of trouble, he will hide me in his shelter. And in the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. He will set me high upon a rock. There's a revelation. I want you to write it down. For in the day of trouble, I am not coming in the mood of teaching, neither preaching. 
I am coming just to follow the presence. I, I don't know how long I'm going to be teaching. That's what I'm very worried about those that are watching. That I don't want you to miss the foundation. I have to teach you something for you to have uh, knowledge. That way, whatever experience you have with the presence, you will be able to maintain it. But if you don't have any biblical things, can, can you look at me for a moment? If you don't have any biblical foundation, why the presence? You won't be able to sustain that experience it's just for a moment. And then he said, he will hide me. He said, for the day, for in the day of trouble, I will hide me. He, he will hide me in his shelter, in the secret place. Where is the secret place? The presence of God. And hide me, and he will hide, put me in a rock. Put this in, in your spirit and in your heart. In your day of trouble, you should always seek the presence. These are the moment we must seek his presence because we are in a crisis globally. So he said, in the day of trouble, you should, you must seek his presence nothing will stop you or can stop you to to be in your presence to seek his presence so number one number two psalms thirty-one twenty. i can go in those verses and stay all morning but again it's no preaching it's no teaching i just want to give you the biblical foundation of the presence psalms thirty-one twenty. in the secret place of your presence so you know there's a secret place. And that secret place is called his presence. You hide them from the plots of men. You keep them secretly in your pavilion from the strife of tongues. The best place to be hide in or hidden in. In, time of in times of crisis and trouble, is his presence. Even from the judgment, the criticism, even from the attacks of tongues against you and against me, you know the best place to be is to be hidden in his presence. Can you lift your hand and say, yes, Lord. In other words, God wants you to in the day of trouble. It's not time to go away from the church. It's not time to be in rebellion. It's not time to, to be talking. It's not time to, to be mad. In the day of trouble, when crisis comes to the world, you must be hidden in that presence. So that is just, just the introduction. So if you notice there's some signs, signs in the entrance of the ministry of the church, because the Lord said to me, I want the people to expect something create an expectation you will see it in a minute create an expectation for my presence you saw signs outside the points that in the premises of this property you will find the presence of God and then you say how do you know I have a covenant with God when I started the ministry and I say Lord if your presence lift from my ministry I prefer that you take me home. 
Because once the presence is lifted, we're going to be a house of men. We're going to be, we're not going to have the supernatural. We're not going to have any covering. We're not going to have any life. We're not going to have anything. We're going to be just a social club. So we're going to look polished. We're going to be nice, air conditioning, a big building. For what? If the presence is not here. Can I hear an amen? So the moment you enter, you saw, the moment you enter in the promise and the premises of the building, you will see that you are in the presence. There are lots of testimonies. Like this young man, now he's a doctor. He wanted to commit suicide. He came here uh, depressed. And he came through this uh, south side of the temple. The moment he came with his father, now he's a medical doctor. Um, he came with his father. He said, the moment my car entered in the parking lot, he said, I felt the presence of God fell on me. He said, I was using drugs. I wanted to commit suicide. And then he said, the moment I, I went into the parking lot, I felt the presence. And then he said, I went into the temple and I, I was weeping all the services. I couldn't explain it. Why? Because the presence is here. So what I'm saying to you is, from this moment on, and from this Sunday on, any service you come to this ministry, to this church, you must bring that expectation. God is here. And the moment you enter through the door, you say to yourself, my miracle just began. Did you see that? See, that's for a purpose. That's what the Lord said to me. Create an expectation in my people, for my people to come, not just to see a man, not just to look for the weaknesses of that man. You come for the presence of God. And what is going to happen in the day of trouble? You're going to be hidden. In the day of trouble, he will protect you even from tongues talking against you. Can I hear an amen, people? So we understand that, let me ask you some questions. There is what I call, what the Bible calls it, the mysteries of his presence. There are mysteries. We don't know it all. We don't, I don't know too much. I just know the little bit I know is what the Holy Spirit has revealed to me about the presence. And these are some questions. They're valid to ask. Number one, what is the presence? Number two, how the presence comes to the service. What is the purpose for the presence to come when it comes? This is important for you to learn. This is important for you to learn and all of us to learn. When the presence comes, what the presence is there for? Number three, why the presence of God lifts from a place or from a person? Why, how can, uh, when is the presence stagnated in a church? Why the presence lift? And, and this is a very powerful question. Okay, how, when the presence thicken, when the presence is stronger, why? What do we do? How can we administrate his presence? Now, when you understand, now you understand the presence. And many of you said, 
many people in church don't know the presence. As a matter of fact, some people feel it and some other people, they don't even feel it physically. They don't understand because they don't understand the presence. Not because they're bad people. They're just, they're just not being taught. They're just not being, uh, the presence of God has not been revealed. The presence of God is not something you study. The presence of God is something that is revealed to you. How many of you this morning want the presence of God to be revealed to you? Lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit. Come on, say it loud. Holy Spirit, reveal your presence today. Reveal the presence of the Father. The presence of the Son. Open my eyes to understand. One thing I desire is to be in your presence. Amen. Can you put your hands together? Now, we understand. Keep connecting those that are watching by the internet. Keep connecting. Now, what is the presence? Let's answer some questions and mysteries that are hidden today. We don't know exactly how to respond when the presence comes. I see, for example, uh, worship teens that they bring the presence because of the worship, but they don't know what to do with it. So we need to know, what is the purpose? Why does he come? Now, the question is this, what is the presence of God? Again, I'm not getting into teaching. I'm just going to give you a taste of the foundation, biblical foundation. What is the presence of God? The word presence in the Hebrew is the word panim, P-A-N-I-M, which means face. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. In other words, when you are in his presence, you are face to face with God. Panim is in his presence. Now, and they heard the voice of the Lord and walking in the garden of the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence. Why did they hid themselves? Because they were in sin. When a person is not living right, when a person has sin, iniquity, when the person is in sin, they're not living right. When the person is in rebellion against the word of God, when the person is not right in their home's family, when the person is not right in relationship, they will hide from the presence. Because sin brings conviction. The, whole, the presence brings conviction. That's why people, when you're walking with people that are not living right, they're going to go from you because you are living right. Can I hear an amen, people? So it brings that conviction. So it says they hid in the presence in the Lord and among the trees in the garden. In other words, they were afraid. When people is not right with God in two areas, in your relationship with him, maybe it's broken. Two, when you're not right in your walk with him in obedience, maybe you're in disobedience. When you're in disobedience, you don't want to be in the presence. That's what people, backsliding people, they don't want to come to church. The last place that wants to be is church because when the presence comes, it brings that conviction that you are wrong. I wish I can hear an amen. 
So they hid from the presence because they were wrong. They sinned. And sin and iniquity, Isaiah 59.2, will do two things. God will hide his face, but your iniquities have separated you and your God. And your sins have hid his face from you. Face is presence. You don't feel it. You don't sense it. I will be worried if you don't feel the presence for a while. I will be concerned because that is a sign you backsliding. Because if you don't feel the presence, you're talking about God is not present with you in that moment. So sin, today we don't talk about that in the church. But sin and iniquity, he said, I will hide my face. And, and, and he said, I will not hear your prayers. Amen. I don't know who you've been praying to. But his ears are close to the person that is not right in their heart. If you have unforgiveness, if you have rebellion, if you have bitterness, anything in your heart, God, you cannot, God will say, I, I hide from you. That's why you don't feel the presence. Can I hear an amen, people? So the presence, this is so powerful. And I'm getting deeper and I feel the presence thickening. I, I want you to open your mind. This is for spiritual people. This is for a remnant. Because the majority of the people, they just want to come to church to hear a message to supply their needs. And God says, you look for my, for my healing, but you don't want my presence. Because you're not right with me. Can I hear an amen, people? So the presence of God is the revelation of the person of God himself. Write him down. It's the revelation. It's the revelation of the person of God himself. We are not in his presence until something of him is revealed to you. You're not in his presence. I am in his presence. Okay, the question is, what did you feel? Oh, I feel God was healing me. I, I feel God was ministering, bring me peace. That means he's revealing himself as the prince of peace. But if you don't, the presence comes to you to reveal the person. Lift your hand and say the person. So the person of God. So this is so powerful. So we are not in the presence until Something of him is revealed. So the presence of God. This is very powerful, deep, and very uh, simple definition of the presence of God. The presence of God is the person of God being present. I'm going to say it again. Is the person, little bullshit, is the person of God being present in a person or in a church, in a building. In other words, and somebody said, yeah, but God is everywhere present. Yes, but not everywhere revealed. Not everywhere, everywhere manifested. Oh, I went to that church and, and they got nice word. Yes, what my 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 
respaldo how do you say my respaldo my my backup uh, no that's I don't want to use that word but, but my no, no support but what confirm validation what confirms my message is not how good my message is what validates what I'm preaching and what I'm teaching is not how well spoken I am it's not how good charisma I have is the presence of God in the message Can you lift your hands and say, yes, Lord. No matter how well I preach, no matter how much I shout, if the presence of God is not present, meaning the person of God, the glory of God is what God does. The presence is the person. So hear me, people. And we're getting into a deep waters here. Second Chronicles 16, 15. This is so powerful. So the presence of God, who's the person of God, brings pres being presence. Okay, listen to this. God, the Father, is in heaven. Jesus is sitting down in the right hand of the Father. The Holy Spirit is here on the earth. So God is presence through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the visible presence of God on the earth. But this is what I want you to hear me. When you come into my office, one thing is that you do something as a person. And one thing is that you are present as a person. He can release his power over us now. But he's, he's not present as a person. His faith, his power, his anointing can come in this ministry. And always been. The question is this. Is his person here because every time you feel the person you know you feel the present you know the person not things that the person does that's what the psalmist says one thing I desire I, he could have said I desire your power I desire your faith I des he said I desire your presence because your presence is the man being present is the king being present is the oh my god i feel it is the lord being present i feel it right now i feel it right now he is present i feel it now it's coming out oh shalom I feel it the moment I said the king is presence the king is presence okay what do you do when he comes you acknowledge him 
you said, I acknowledge you, King. When the King comes, there's a splendor, majesty, favor, wealth. When the King comes, there's health, there's wealth. There's so many things the King, we're looking for things, not for the King. Oh, Presence of God is the King being presence, it's the person of God being presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look at me for a moment. I said, the presence of God. It's the person of God being present. But listen to this. But listen to this. Have you got into a room and then you were talking to people? Suddenly somebody came into the room, but you never saw that person physically. But you knew somebody was behind you. That means the presence of somebody was there. You just knew it. You just know somebody was there. Or you got into a, a, a empty room and you enter. And when you enter, you said, hmm, I, I, I sense somebody was here. Because you sense, if you sense the presence of a human, how many of you have entered in a room when you sense the presence of a demon? You feel something weird. You sense the presence of an evil spirit. How much more when the person of God comes The presence of God is called the presence of God because it's an atmosphere. What is an atmosphere? An atmosphere is a body surrounded with gases. In other words, that means if the presence of God is called the presence of God, God, that means God himself has an atmosphere where he exists in. God himself has an atmosphere where he lives in. No gases. Gases is for a human, for a body on the earth surrounded a body an object in this case God has his own atmosphere he calls it the glory environment that is the atmosphere of God and exists in that environment so 
the presence of God is the person, is the atmosphere of God. I'm going to say it again. This is very deep and, and simple at the same time. The presence of God. I am open mysteries to you. The presence of God is the atmosphere of himself surrounded himself with an atmosphere. In other words, the person surrounded with an atmosphere. So that's the reason every person carries an atmosphere, good or bad. We call it, that person give me some evil vibes, you know, you know. Because it's a spiritual activity. So God himself is surrounded with an atmosphere. So when he step into a place, oh, but he's in heaven. The Holy Spirit is here. So when he step into a place, he brings his own atmosphere. Oh, those that are watching. And listen, so he brings his own atmosphere. And this is so powerful. It is important that you understand this, Mr. So whether you don't know how to respond. So there are Revelation chapter 5, how the atmosphere of God look like or sound like. How it look like. So an atmosphere is created by sound and by words. In the spiritual dimension, those are the gases, if we can, not gases, but I'm saying compared to the natural. The natural, you just put gases around somebody or body, and that is the natural. But God doesn't have gases. To create an atmosphere for his presence, we have to create it through words. Prayer. You don't pray, you don't pray without talking. <laughs> Worship. You have to open your mouth. Fasting. Worship. Declarations. So listen to this. This is so powerful. But listen to this. Revelation chapter 4, verse 5. Revelation chapter 4, verse 5. And out of the throne proceed lightnings. This is the atmosphere of the throne. And thundering. And voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. Which are the seven spirit of God. What does it tell you? The atmosphere of God is built with worship, prayer, declaration, sound. You need to make some sounds. If you don't open your mouth, there's no, there's no, there's no, you're not creating anything. So you have to create something if you want the presence to go. So the presence, and I'm finishing because I feel the presence is getting stronger. 
The presence is visible, tangible, perceptive to the five senses. Now, we know the presence is the atmosphere where God lives in or exists in. And whatever he moves, he carries that atmosphere. And we can create that atmosphere for the presence to be is in worship. In other words, when you come to the house of God, worship. Worship. You are surrounded yourself to be hidden in the times of trouble. But this is so powerful. Listen to this. So the presence is visible, is tangible, and is perceptive to the five senses. What do you mean? Tangible means that is perceptible by the touch, by the five senses. Every time you lift your hands, something supernatural happened. I thought everybody's going to lift their hands because it's tangible. But I don't feel it. Yeah, you need to check your life. If you don't feel it, if you don't sense it, in other words, it's visible, it's tangible. How many of you here can say for sure, Apostle, I have felt the presence or I feel the presence. Let me, if you're present time, let me see. Put your hands down. How many of you never felt the presence? There was a, a man of God, a woman of God, one time he said to me, I never felt the presence in 15 years of being a Christian. I said, I doubt you are saved. Because the presence will come when you are in divine order. If you're in rebellion, you're not going to feel the presence. And you are deceiving yourself, thinking, oh, I got the presence. No, I will be concerned if you don't feel it. So the presence is, is visible, is tangible. Every time you lift your hands, something supernatural happens. So the invisible in your face, the invisible becomes so tangible for the people to see. In other words, the invisible wants to be touched. Lift your hands. Don't put it down. The invisible. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Come on. The invisible wants to be touched. Proverbs 3, 6, and I finished. Listen to this. The presence of God required. When it comes, when you feel it. You say, I don't feel it. Now we need to correct something. Because when the presence comes awakens our conscience toward God. Listen to me. If you are dried, if you are bad, if you're not right with God, when the presence will come, you will feel horrible. And what do you do? Repent. When you're not right, in relationship with God, you feel horrible. I would have been standing here if I'm not be right with God. I mean, not be right with you, but not with God. Because His presence 
awakens the conscience of men toward God. In other words, when the presence comes, you said, my God, there's a God. You said, my God, God is here. Come on. My God, God is here. Last Sunday, we got the, the mayor of the city. And they said, we welcome mayor. So we acknowledge the presence of the mayor. Because we have to honor authority. But listen, the presence, when it comes, awakens something in you that was dormant, that was, that was sleep, that was slept, that was something in you that you said, you know what? My God, I need to awaken. But that will never happen if the presence is not present. Two, the present, the presence of God awakens the fear of God. The presence of God awakens in the conscience of men the fear of God. What is the fear of God? It's not the phobia. It's not, it's not demonic terror. Respect. The reverence. When the presence comes, you said, oh my God. And immediately you see the consequences. You said, I am wrong. It awakens such a terror, holy terror in you. In the book of Acts, chapter 5, the presence of God was there. And a man of God was on the stage. I didn't say a natural man. I say a man of God. And there was a couple, they sold their property. And they took part of the tithe and they hid it. They came into the presence of the man of God that carries the presence. He was not a natural man, he was a man of God. And when they came, one of them, his wife said, his husband said, her husband said, oh, this is the offering, the tithe. And Peter said, you do not lie to man. You lie to the Holy Spirit. You lie to God. And then he said, he dropped dead. If the presence of God had not been there, he was still alive in that moment. But because that's what you see people doing a lot of things in the altar. And they said, oh, why they don't drop that? Because the presence is not there. When the presence comes, and then the Bible says, 
Acts chapter 5 verse 11. The Bible says, and, and then the, the wife came. And the wife, she didn't know about her husband. He was dead. And then he said, oh, I got my offering. I saw my property. And then he lied twice. And Peter asked twice. And he lied twice. Lie killed him dead in a moment. Sorry, bad English. They were dropped dead. The spirit of a lie. And after that happened, it was because the presence of God. God himself be in presence. My God, I feel him. I recognize you, Lord. And great fear came upon all the church. And upon as many as heard these things. These are the days where you will see and hear people dropping dead in their homes, in their workplace, and in church. Because when the fear of God comes, what comes first, the fear of God or the present? The presence. That's why the present needs to be restored in the church. So the presence awakens the fear of God. Every hand's up. Proverbs 3, 6, and I close with this. I can see more people connecting. In all these ways, in all thy way, acknowledge him. How do we close this? When he comes, himself, we need to acknowledge him. As he comes through the door, and you feel it, but first, I want you to lift your hand, both hands. As you lift your hands, you feel something falling on you, because that's an acknowledgement of him. Lift your hands, please. Acknowledge him. You can ever, you can ever give him worship until you recognize him. The Bible only highlights those that acknowledge him. Hallelujah. How do you create the atmosphere? Worship. English or tongues. I want you to lose yourself in the spirit. <laughs> every eye closed. Security, every eye closed. Do you feel him? Well, if you feel him, don't just 
if you feel to bow down, if you feel to bow down or stand up or if you feel prostrate, but you need to lift your hands. Nishalamande. Acknowledge him. Repeat after me every eye closed with both hands up in your home. There's a wave of the presence falling in your home. Say with me, Father God, I come before you. I acknowledge you. I gotta feel the presence of God. Thank you, Lord. Say, I acknowledge you. Say, I acknowledge you. In all my ways, I recognize you as God Almighty, Holy God. I acknowledge you as my Father. I am your Son, and you are my Father. And I come before you. You need to open your mouth. You created an atmosphere. Say, I come before you. is out of divine order I repent for any sin in my life any iniquity in my life I repent Lord I recognized I missed the mark I recognize that I have not desired your presence but today I ask you Say it from the deep of the heart. Say, I ask you, Lord, to cleanse me with your blood. Wash me, Jesus. Don't hide your face from me. Don't hide your face from me. Don't close your ears to my prayers. Say, God, Lift your hands. Say, God, don't hide your face from me. you. 
touch you. Don't hide your face from us. Father, as the priest of this house, I ask you to forgive us. Forgive our sins and iniquities. Don't hide your face from us. Those that are watching at home, there's a beautiful presence falling. Acknowledge Him. I feel the fear of God. I feel the fear of God. Awaken us to your presence. We've been busy seeking things. We've been busy seeking things, not you. In the day of trouble, we hide in your presence. In your secret place. is crying out all the people is crying all the people is crying something has happened to my left why the ushers are talking outside you need to respect the presence I don't want nobody to drop dead you will hear from people they're dropping dead. Lord, have mercy on us. Something is happening. I acknowledge you. There's people watching in the internet. Send a text to somebody to connect. can touch you because he's hiding you in the presence of oh, 
Those that are watching, keep connecting. The presence is going home. I don't have to touch you to feel it. I don't have to touch you. Come and lift your hands. As you lift it, the presence falls on you. As you lift it, come on. We acknowledge you, Jesus. He is here. I said, He is here. It's like he's here.
is here and he is in your home he is in your home don't wait for the touch of a man he's everywhere now there's 4,000 connections there are 4,000 homes. Maybe you're in a day of trouble. Maybe you're in a day of crisis. Maybe you haven't been in the house of God because you're not right with God. You're mad with somebody. You're offended. Fix your life now. Father, I release your presence in this place in this place if you haven't felt the presence keep crying out until you feel it out loud nobody's gonna tell you to shut up but if, if you feel it even more cry out cry out out loud tell him i'm sorry lord i've been seeking blessings and things I just ask the Lord and I say Lord what is your presence here for every eye closed please don't look at me look at Jesus behold Jesus I said Lord what is your presence here for he said to me my presence is to bring peace to those that are in crisis to bring healing to those that are brokenhearted to bring restoration to those that lost everything 
He said, my presence is here to heal the heart of my people. It's in your home to heal. I'm going to ask the camera people. I'm going to ask you, just worship. I don't want you serving now. I don't want you serving. Be respectful to the presence of God. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and worship. Oh, when he, when, when the master is here, we all respond. We all say, I love you, my Lord. I don't deserve what I have. I don't deserve who I am. But I give you credit and glory. Why the presence of God is here. Those that are, that are sick. and say, I am healed. I receive my healing. If you are outside watching, if you're in your home, if you're sick, as a matter of fact, I see, I just saw it. I see people healing from a heart condition. There's people ministering to people that are brokenhearted. You were abused, you were hurt, and God is healing you. Oh, cry out to God. Oh, take the invisible, touch the invisible, touch the invisible, make it visible. Open your mouth and say, I receive from your presence. I receive my peace. I receive my healing from God directly. Don't wait for my touch. There's no human touch now. Those that are watching, don't wait for the human touch now. Welcome, Jesus. Welcome in your home. Tell him, Welcome. Welcome, Jesus. Welcome, Jesus.
Lift your hands.
Lord Jesus. So if you're watching again, if you never received Jesus as your personal Savior, and you are saying, I don't know Jesus. Jesus is the revelation of His presence. If you are here in this temple, and you say to me, Apostle, Pastor, I don't know Jesus. I haven't felt the presence. I don't know what it is to experience the reality of Jesus. But today, can you pray for me? What do I need to do? Every eye close. What do I need to do? Very simple. Repent of your sins. Because sin separates you from God. If you say, I'm not right with God, Pastor, pray for me. If you're here in the temple, I want you to lift your hand. Don't be ashamed. Just lift your hands quickly. One, two, three. Lift your hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you're not right with God, lift your hands. If you are a Christian, lift your hands. Don't, 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 don't be afraid. If you say, Apostle, Pastor, I am not right with God. I want to be right with Him. Jesus is coming soon. And I don't want you to take you by surprise. How many of you say, I want to reconcile with Jesus? Lift your hands. If you want to reconcile with Jesus, if you, I want to see your hand. You've been backsliding. God bless you. And you say, yeah, pray for me. I just want to bring you into his presence. Everybody that lifted their hands, can you stand for a moment? Stand for a moment. Quickly. One, two, three. Stand, stand, stand. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Stand, stand, stand for a moment. Stand for a moment. Stand for a moment. Stand for a moment. Now, listen. I didn't tell you to stand to shame you or to judge you. This is the house of God. We welcome you. We love you. Because one day, I was like you. But God called me. So I'm going to ask you to do a second step. Come out of your seat and come here. Pastor Huber, lead the people to the place. Pastor Huber. Somebody accompany them, please. Somebody accompany them. Somebody go ahead of him to lead him, please. Come on. Come on, put your hands together. Is anybody else? Thank you for tuning in. If you were blessed by this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share it with a friend. If you need prayer, we have a team ready to pray for you. Just call the number 305-382-3171. 305-382-3171. If you would like more content that empowers your faith, visit King Jesus TV. Again, King Jesus TV. I love you. God bless you.